This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Thank you, Sphere Rocket VA, for bringing us another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and today we're talking to Peter. Peter, thank you for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me this morning. Of course. So, you know, let's talk about you. Um, where are you located and what market do you serve and how did you get into real estate? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so I'm up here in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, we are the far north, so it's still morning time up here for a lot of us. But yeah, I uh, so long story on me, but I was a firefighter paramedic for many years working as a flight paramedic and um was buying a lot of real estate and owning fourplexes, doing flips and things like that. And I finally said, why am I paying someone else to do this for me? I, I want to go to school and figure it out. So I did kind of as just a, a hobby on the side. And then all the requests started coming in like, hey, can you sell my house? Can you do this for me? And so um, one thing led to another. I did it part time for about a year. I was at Keller Williams and then um it just exploded. And so I finally made the decision to retire doing the paramedic stuff and jumped full time into real estate. And it's been crazy ever since. So it's great. That's awesome. What a cool journey, you know, going from investing to I'm going to do this myself. That's yeah. Awesome. I was like, I, I can do this. It's just yeah, cool. You it out. And, you have. and you've done really well. You're an icon agent. Yeah. Well, did you always work with EXP or what was your first brokerage? How'd you come across EXP? Yeah, so I actually started out at Keller Williams, which is kind of, you know, the typical story for EXP agents, um, and was there for about two years, and then uh, EXP was newer forming in Alaska here in 2017, and so uh, very early, I mean, I was like the 19th agent to join in Alaska, and so it was pretty cool. I'm like in the, the OG club here for Anchorage, and um so we joined in the beginning of 2018 and just kind of, I was looking for something different, looking at going, I was full time into real estate, just getting started. And I said, you know, it's time for a fresh start. And if I'm going to do this full time. Like I want to pick my brokerage instead of going to kind of where a friend or two recommended. And um, it was very attractive. The, the opportunities that EXP offered at the time. And little did I know there was going to turn into this monster, you know, 70,000 agent company and our stocks would be so amazing and all the opportunity, but. Right. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, it's turned into, like you said, a monster, you know, attracting so many agents, fastest growing real estate company. Now, you know, you said that you saw a lot of people, you know, jumping on the bandwagon, you liked it, but what keeps you at EXP? You know, we've got so many great assets like, uh, you know, revenue share, stock options, collaboration. Yeah. What have you really fallen in love with over here? Yeah, I tell you, we've, um, you know, at first, uh, and this started when I was at KW, I love the idea, and I've always had the entrepreneur spirit, you know, but I love the idea of the revenue share. And that was something that was attractive that I kind of dabbled in a little bit at Keller Williams with, you know, sponsoring newer agents. And I'm like, 
if I can learn it, you can learn it. And so I'd, you know, get other agents that were always talk about real estate. So I'd get them into it, get them licensed. Um, so that was a really big piece coming to EXP. And um, I did pretty well with it. We started a small team. I've got, you know, about seven or eight people that I've sponsored over. But um, so that's been an amazing opportunity. And it's really cool to see that the revenue share versus profit share, like how that actually works. And I remember I got my first check when it was the profit share at KW. And it was like, I was so excited. I got my first agent, sponsored him on. He sold like this $400,000 house. And I got a check for like $5.36. I was, like, oh, no. I was like, this is it. This is what all that work is for. I'm like, like, wow, oh, great. Yeah, this is sucks. <laughs> so yeah. um, no, it's cool. What coming over and seeing the model and the differences of what Glenn and them have established with um, revenue share and, I mean, the passive income model is just amazing. So it's a cool way to look at and say, you know, if I don't want to be out there hustling and selling houses every day for the next 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, what other revenue streams are there? If I'm going to invest myself 100% into this, like I want it to be, you know, 15, 20 year thing, not just, yeah, I, I sold real estate for seven or eight years. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, revenue share, our stock options, things like that were very attractive. I think the stock, I mean, I was playing around with penny stocks back in the day and, you know, doing different tradings and things, but, and who, who would have thought that our stock would have just exploded. But I think I just, I caught on that there was a new vision and something kind of new and it wasn't your traditional brokerage model. And I mean, mm -hmm. this is still early on in the company, but EXP was already around for a little bit in 2018, but it was still like, well, this is refreshing. Like, this is new. I could see the industry going this way. And I remember telling myself, like, I don't want to be five or six years from now and be like, I wish I would have done that, you know? And um, I had nothing to really lose. So I was like, let's go for it. And um, man, it is, it's been awesome to see the growth and, and actually all that, a lot of that come true. I love that. Absolutely. Well, Peter, you know, you're a busy guy. Um, you know, you're into investing and you're looking this way and being pulled in that direction. So, you know, what do you do to take care of Peter? What do you make sure oh, what yeah. do you need to do <laughs> like to avoid burnout mode and that work-life balance and everything yeah. else? No, it's uh and that's where uh this last year was really a big change of season for us. Um so I was a solo agent um all the way up until about February last year. And um, so in 2020, I did uh, almost 80 transactions by myself wow. and uh, about $26 million. And it was exhausting. <laughs> I mean, it's like you just work. Uh, that's all I did. And um, had just gotten married. And my wife, I met through real estate. She was a realtor for a while, uh, but was working at a, a different office job at the time. And so she was uh, my biggest support and she knew the industry. She knew the stresses and you just have to work like 24 seven. And so I did, and we did really well. And I said, okay, I can't, I can't do that again. And so I created a team. Um, we have two other agents, buyer's agents with a virtual assistant in the Philippines. And um, awesome. that's been kind of my way to say, okay, we're still going to run a really fast, progressive business and team, but I don't have to do it all. And I'm going to step back and enjoy my, you know, family time a little bit. And so, you know, we've, we've done that where we a lot different weekends off and go fishing or camping and different things like that. Um, in Alaska, we're real big into the outdoors here. So 
hunting, fishing, boating, like all that. It's like summertime hits and you have four months to enjoy life. So you just got to go for it. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. yeah the yeah. outdoors there. I mean, what else is there to do in Alaska, right? Oh, it's, I mean, like in the wintertime skiing, you know, all the winter activities is big, but um, mm -hmm. in the summertime, we, a lot of people, some people know this, but we get sunlight for pretty much 24 hours a day. Like it doesn't get dark here. Yeah. So you get like, it's dusky in June, mm -hmm. uh, July, but not really like it could be four in the morning and you don't use your headlights in your car. And so it's like, everyone says you kind of hibernate in the wintertime and you look forward to playing all summer and just kind of living as fast and as much as you can get it all in. That's so, so cool. I've always wanted to experience that whole, like, it doesn't get yeah, it's different. It throws you off because, and we're finally right now into like what I would call normal life where like the sun comes up and goes down at reasonable times. But um, in the winter, it really screws with you because it's, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, it's dark outside. You know, oh on <laughs> yeah i don't know if my internet cons, yeah, there's, yeah there's definitely good aspects of it and then you pay for it in december <laughs> it'll be like a alaskan version of a florida snowbird i'll just come for the long summers and <laughs> it is so popular i tell you we all go to hawaii you got to go to mm -hmm. hawaii in you know december january time frame to get some sanity back yeah i don't but, blame you <clears throat> talk about being uh it's almost like cabin fever right like yeah I'm yeah. stuck here. That's it's crazy. a real thing. I mean, it's a real thing for sure. No, I believe it. Well, um, Peter, you know, thank you for sharing a little bit about your personal life. Now let's talk about, you know, you being an icon agent. What does the icon award mean to you? What benefits did it bring to you? And, you know, in your own words, what is the icon award? Yeah. So um, it was pretty cool when um, icon, well, as soon as I came over and I learned about icon, I was like, I want to do that. I want, I want, that's my goal. Like I'm a goal person. So I set that as a goal, um, my first year. Um, and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to work really hard to achieve this and didn't really know what it's like. And, you know, so I was the 18th person. There was, there was literally like 20 of us at EXP at that time. Wow. And one other guy hit icon and he was like, we call him, he's like the godfather for Alaska. Like he's the first guy that came over to, to EXP in Alaska and he hit it and was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, you got to yeah. get on board with this program. He's like, you just got to hustle. And so I'm out there like, okay, I got to get my post-closing transactions. I got to cap. I got to do this. And so I hit it. And then it's like, wow, that the benefit was amazing. You hit it. And you're like, well, now what? And then kind of realized that through that process, like, you kind of the icon, really what it is, is you're kind of the mentor for the market center. So then everyone would come to Travis and I and be like, hey got a question for you about exp hey tell me this hey how do you do sky slope how do you work in this and so you kind of become the i guess the person within the company like the mentor and then that's really what i see the program for um i think when glenn envisioned it it was to create this one percent club like these people that are top achievers mm -hmm. who then you know the reason why they have not just the production requirements but also the the core requirements and the and the business is so that you're giving back that you're helping those newer agents and mentoring and and doing those things and um it kind of came naturally for us here because we we're newer and you know exp was newer to alaska and so there was only two of us it was pretty cool and um i've been fortunate i've hit it every year since then so um we're on our we're our fourth one now so i'm about to reset because it goes off our cap year so i'm i'm a may 1st cap is when mm -hmm. I guess my fiscal year starts 
And so we'll be going for it again here uh, this summer. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool program. I, we've really used it up here and leveraged it. So we have about six to seven icons in the state at a time. Mm-hmm. And we are usually the ones we have a an EXP like um, community program, I guess, like leadership group. So not that we oversee the brokerage, but you know, anytime there's new agents coming in and stuff, we kind of review that and have a little bit of weigh in on it. And then um, a lot of us are in the mentorship program. So as we get newer agents that are unexperienced or it's been a while, we kind of handle that as a mentor program too. And so it's just a good way to try to like encourage and set like a really good path for new agents with EXP. And like, here's how we roll in Alaska. And like, this is the standard and we're going to help you along the way. Right. Yeah, that's really cool. And, you know, you said, you know, as a first year you saw it and you were like, I'm going for that. So the newbies that are watching right now, they may be, you know, first year in real estate or just first year with EXP, you know, what's some advice you would have for them for obtaining or, you know, reaching for that icon award within their first year? Is it obtainable? It is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I had a conversation with a newer agent a couple months ago and um, the biggest advice I could give new agents specifically towards the ICON program is don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. We had a uh, kind of a holiday party here and uh, for EXP in January and uh, I was a part of the awards committee. And so we had an award we gave out, uh, you know, the person that sold the most expensive home in, in 2021, which is, you know, pretty typical award. It was pretty cool. And then for fun, I said, hey, let's have an award for who sold the cheapest transaction, the least expensive, just to include them, not making fun, but like, let's have fun with it. And uh, it ended up being the same person, oh. and, which was <laughs> completely to our surprise. We're like, well, that's really encouraging. So this person sold a, you know, $1.8 million home, but then he yeah. also sold a $26,000 piece of property. Yeah. And um, that was, that's kind of my advice. Like, don't limit yourself. Um, the, the way to icon is to cap. And so if, if you're really focused on that, I would say early on in your, when you reset your fiscal time or like your cap period, focus on capping, get as the biggest volume you can make those transactions count. And then after that, you need $5,000 in, in post capies. I mean, you're really looking at like 20 transactions, um, go sell that $26,000 piece of property. Like, make it count. Um, I was out there hustling. I was like, you want a $100,000 condo? Let's do it. And yeah. uh, so, you know, it's just, a, it's a numbers thing, but you look at the benefit of roughly doing about, it depends on your market, but 30 to 35 transactions and you can hit icon. And that's, that's a lot of volume, but it's really not completely unrealistic if you're out there just going after anything you're given. But if you limit yourself to just doing, you know, 500,000 and up, or, you know, I'm only going to do, you know, single family homes, I'm not going to do condos, stuff like that, then it's going to be a really tough process. You're so right. You're so right. Well, that brings me to my, you know, last question. And, you know, you were one of the OGs in, uh, in Alaska for EXP, but you know, I'm sure at some point you had caught wind of this EXP brokerage and you were a little skeptical, not wanting to, you know, make the switch because changing brokerages is, is tough. Yeah. What would you have to say to somebody that's on the fence? They see the grass is greener, but they're, they're nervous. They're scared. Yeah. Well, and yeah, that's, um, it's a great question because at first I was like, oh man, there's, 
there's like 18 people there. This is a little bitty brokerage. What is EXP? Um, I think at that time when I was contemplating it, there was like, I think we had like 11,000 or 10,000 agents. It's a lot, but nationally you look at it and you're like, it's not that big. Right. Um, and I was, I was skeptical. I'm like, am I going to join this up and then it shut down and then have to like fight to get back into a brokerage and hang my license to operate? Um, thank God we're nowhere near that anymore. I say EXP is not even in that category at all anymore. But people also have, I think right now, what I see a lot of people have this, well, that train's already gone. Like the good old days at EXP, like you're in that club where the stock, you know, was $6 a share when you joined on. And, um, you know, it's not that good anymore. And so the train's already left the station. And I would say it's definitely not the case. Um, EXP is growing so fast and the technology and everything that we have is so far beyond our competition that uh, you really should sit down and say like, as industries progress, as technology progresses, what, what do you think real estate is going to be like in 10 years? And um, I can guarantee you, like from what I've seen, my personal opinion, like there is no way on earth that we're going to be paying desk fees and brokerage fees for fax machines and printers and you know, office space, like it's just not going to happen. And if COVID didn't prove that in the last two years with everyone working from home, then like, you're going to miss the train regardless, you know, sure, yeah. um, but it, so that's really the thing to think about is it, it's not like, oh, I miss the good old days. What's new. And I know there's other brokerages out there that are like kind of the spinoff of us and, and their whole claim to fame is we're exp you know redefined and we're still cheap you know our stock is still really good so you'll be where exp is in five years and um and that's a, a good sales pitch but i think really look at the core i think the biggest thing i looked at is what does exp represent and if, if stock is your you know main focus what does what does the stock represent the expi ticker it's not just exp selling real estate transactions they're not just you know we're not profitable based on just the volume i sell but it's all the technology all the things success magazine all the stuff that we have under it that really makes exp like i as far as stocks what they are and if you look at that and say you know could that be a new tesla or apple or something like that i mean the opportunity is huge it's crazy and so i think you already hear talks of KW and other companies working on their tech platforms and trying to do things to try to elevate themselves and kind of compete. And I, I think it's just a matter of time before the industry changes. And I think EXP is kind of in that forefront and they're the ones kind of, we're kind of pushing and making everyone do that. Um, here on the local side, for sure, there's small brokerages that are brick and mortar that don't have any technology and they're like, EXP is killing us. Right. <laughs> so. Um, that's the thing to look at, like, look at what the future is going to be. Um, the way we sold real estate back in the day, uh, is so different. Everything is virtual technology based now. Like people don't even look at homes anymore. At least in our market, we, I sell homes all the time through FaceTime or Zoom. And literally they show up to get the keys like three months later from Germany or something. I'm like, here's your house that you bought last month. Yeah. <laughs> like, Crazy um, to think about. Yeah. And that never, that didn't happen 10 years ago or 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so why, why, if your brokerage is still operating like it did 20 years ago, like you have to look at it and go, what position am I going to be in, in, you know, five to 10 years when the industry has completely changed and am I going to be left in the wind? You know, I think that's really 
the biggest advice I could give on it. Evolve or get left behind. Evolve or get left behind. And yeah, there's a, uh, and that's the thing. There won't be enough room for everyone. Like the millennials these days are not going to respond off of, you know, mail outs, mailers and flyers. And no. you know, we throw them away. No, Easy. It's, all that. It's, it's if you're not on TikTok and social media and all that different stuff, like you're already behind the curve. Absolutely. You're hundred percent right. And um, Peter, you know, as part of the EXP iconing experience, you have to give back to the culture. So what is it that you do? Do you coach? Do you mentor? Do you teach lessons? Yeah. yeah so I'm in the mentor program, um, which is really great. I looked at it as like, well, I was already started a team. So I, I, I started a very small baby team. Like everyone was brand new out of school. And I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like I'm going <laughs> to teach you everything I know and try to just like mass download. And so um, it's kind of fun. My brother is one of our agents. He moved up from Texas here last year. And wow. um, so I was, I've got to work with them and train them kind of all the way through like finishing real estate school. But the mentor program was a way for me to kind of continue that because I was already doing it. And I said, why don't we do, you know, if I can help one or two people um, every quarter that are new into the industry. I just got a new gentleman the other day that's like literally his license hasn't come off the printer yet. Wow. And he's like, what do I do? I'm like, oh man, there's so much. Like, we'll get you started. But um, so that's what I enjoy doing. Uh, it is probably if you're looking at the icon pro program and you're looking at the different um, ways that you have to give back and there's like four or five different opportunities. It is probably the most taxing. I'll be honest. Like the mentorship um, is it's a lot of work and a lot of time and patience, but the reward is there. And then you build some really great relationships with people that are new into the industry. And so my hope is that kind of five or six years from now, like, you know, there's going to be these newer agents out there that are writing these great offers and doing these things. I'm like, Oh, I, I helped them do that. I have that relationship with them, you know? Yes. So. That's awesome. And, you know, and it seems like you have your heart in the right place of wanting to help people. That's kind of the, the running theme here. Uh, yeah. is that you learn, you earn, and then you return, you know, give back to the culture, teach, mentor, uh, whatever that takes. And so I think yeah. you are, you know, a perfect spirit for EXP, Peter. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk on? I've asked all my questions. It's been a 20 minute podcast. It's been a really yeah. solid show. Yeah, no, it's super fun. I enjoy it. Um, you know, I say just keep on hustling with it. EXP is awesome. I love every minute of it. And, um, you know, that's an evolving world that we live in with real estate. Our market here has been a market that we haven't ever seen before. So we're in like new territory here. I don't know other markets in Arizona, Texas, maybe they've experienced this craziness. But for us, it's totally new. And I'd say any new agents, like stay on the forefront, stay out there, uh, engage. You know, one thing I've been having my new team uh, members do is if they're not writing a ton of offers and in, in the market every day, mm -hmm. Go, I tell them, like, go find a listing that sold in 24 hours that had eight or nine offers on it. Call the listing agent and just be like, hey, what did, how did that work out? Like, what did you get? Yeah. What was the negotiating? What what offers did you get? Was it cash? Was it this? And I said, just learn. And, like, you start to see little trends and bits and pieces because yeah. our our market here evolves on a weekly basis pretty much. Um, I mean, it is that crazy. Like, one week we're – you know, selling things at 98% value next week, we're like 50,000 over asking. And it just, our inventory is so shaky and it's so volatile that uh, all it takes is 
you know, 50 to 60 homes to sell and then boom, we have a shortage and you're like, oh my gosh, you know? And so, um, yeah, just get out there in the market and study it. I, I would definitely say one thing that I know KW preaches a lot and it's, and it's been like a two or three year class is uh, anticipate the change. You know, there's going to be a, a shift, if you will. Yeah. And we haven't really seen that. We've just seen a lot of chaos but always be prepared for it to change and then figure out if it changes, what's going to be my new focus. Am I going to revert back to this? Like always be willing to change because what you're doing today definitely isn't going to work forever. And uh, right. that's the biggest thing I could preach to our team is, Hey, it's cool that clients are calling you to go look at houses, but it could just go off like a light switch. And then you got to be out there calling them to try to get them to go look at houses. And um, so don't build your business around what's working now because it, it would only last so long, is right. my opinion, but yeah. That's it. You're so right, Peter. And um, great, great note to end it off of, you know, evolve or get left behind, always be evolve learning, it. use your tools, uh, yeah. lean your mentors and be prepared for what tomorrow brings because you just, you just never know. You never know. Yeah, that's it. Are you going to be cool. um, in Orlando and Vegas for the EXP con and shareholders? So we're, we're not going to be able to make shareholders. I uh, have a baby girl due here that's in about five weeks. And so we're going to be a little busy. But yeah, uh, yeah definitely going to be trying to make EXPCon this year. Um, I've been a couple of times. I love it. It's it definitely highly recommended. You know, I've never made a shareholder summit in person, which is unfortunate. I did the virtual one the last two years, but um, maybe eventually... Orlando and Anchorage is about as far as you can go. So uh, yep, it's, that's true. it's a little bit of a commitment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think maybe next year we'll get down there and enjoy some beach time. Okay, so. awesome. Well, congratulations on the baby girl. I'm going to make sure to friend you on uh, social so that I can yeah. keep up with you. And if we both make it to EXPCon, we'll have to meet up. Yes, absolutely. I look forward to it. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. Bye -bye. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.